0: I am eight, and you are listening to Roads Uncharted. Previously on Roads Uncharted, my companions and I arrived at a very small village called Spring Point, which was very quaint and quite lovely, except for the fact that there was constant drumming going on, which seemed to be irritating the locals. We spoke to the mayor, and we have been tasked with finding the cause of this mysterious drumming through some sleuthing, or investigation, we have deduced that the noise appears to be originating from an unexplored location to the northeast. With this bearing in mind, the group of us are determined to see to it that this drumming ceases and the village return to its cozy, quiet state."
1: Row 8 in Arthas, as you head northeast of the village of Spring Point, Row and Arthas with pretzels and pickles in hand. It doesn't take you too long. You've gone about a mile and a half before you realize that you're starting to feel vibrations in your feet. You go another mile and you realize that the drumming sounds louder this way. You get almost to another mile and you happen to notice a big grouping of rocks that the villagers had said that they had difficulty exploring, which is why it was the open spot left on their map. You can hear the drums very clearly now.
2: Some At some point uh, as we are approaching this area, Roe is going to say a little bit louder than, than he usually speaks. You know, I don't mean to insult Springpoint, but... It is very obvious, once you start approaching, where the drumming is coming from.
3: They might not be the brightest bulbs in the box.
2: I, I, I mean, it's just very... I could feel it. It, as we walk closer to the spot in the map, I understand. They, they might be afraid of what's on the other side of what those rocks over there.
3: Dex, do we have a clear view as to what's making the drumming, or is this all just, like, out of sight?
1: You don't see anything, but I will say, Arthas, you are probably the only one that would be able to see over this large mass of rocks if you were to stand on your tiptoes. That's how high these are.
3: I will stand on my tiptoes.
1: You clear over this patch of rocks, and you can see that ahead of you, it probably goes about six or seven feet out, and then there's what appears to be a sheer drop. So, it's like just this mass of not really even a mountain, but a rocky outcropping, I guess you could call it.
3: Is there a rock small enough for me to throw nearby?
1: Sure. Why not?
3: I will toss it over the rocky outcropping.
1: You hear it go, chunk, 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 and then you hear it as it goes clack, clack, obviously hitting something on the other side. And then you hear, ow.
3: Did the drumming stop? No. I'm out of ideas.
0: Office, you hit someone.
3: Oh, great point.
0: Arthas, you single-handedly tossed a small boulder the size of a large boulder.
3: I thought it was like, not a pebble, but like a step up. Like a fun-sized rock.
1: I think Ren is just trying to pinpoint when this recording occurred.
0: (laughs) year later.
3: <laughs> I would uh like to lean over the rocky outcropping and see what I hit.
1: I will say in order for you to do that, you and anybody else who would want to would have to climb up to the top of the rocky outcropping.
3: Absolutely.
2: Oh, yeah, sure.
1: All right. So everybody who's climbing, give me an athletics check. Give it to me at medium difficulty with the exception of Arthas, who's going to give it to me an easy because he's much larger won't take much for him to scramble
3: a success and a triumph
0: a failure and an advantage i just rolled a wash
1: all right so this you are able to very easily clear this rocky outcropping what Thing would you like to insert into the scene? Or what other cool thing would you like to have happen with your triumph?
3: I did not wound the person with the rock too terribly.
1: Okay, I think that's fair. Eight, how do you want that wash to play out?
0: With a wash, I believe I attempt to clamber up this rock face, but literally am just physically incapable. Like every time I try and put my feet down, I gather no purchase. And I just kind of slide back down, and as I watch Roe and Arthas reach the top with seemingly no effort at all, I just stand there, put my arms akimbo, and yell up, Excellent work, my friends! Now, if you would not mind, describe to me what you are seeing with extreme detail! for I appear incapable of making it up this rocky ledge.
1: And on that note, Ro, how, how do you fail at this climb? What does this look like?
2: I make it up, and I hear Eight calling out to me and trying to describe, but I can't quite understand, and so I'll call back down. What was that, Eight? I can't... And as I try to lean and, like, cut my hand around my ear to... To hear better, I slip and tumble back down. What was that? It, what was... Oh, oh, oh. oh, no! Friend Ro
0: Oh! Oh! Ah! No! Watching Roe roll down back near me. Oh.
2: I will use my advantage to not sustain any any injuries physically. But perhaps my pride, i uh, sure, yes.
0: Looking at Roe, my arms will just kind of go loose at my side. And then I'll just turn up to Arthas.
1: Friend Arthas, what do you see?
3: X. what do I see?
1: So you get to the top of this rocky outcropping. It, it takes all of you. I, I assume that y'all are going to attempt to climb back up. And you know, you, you don't have any issues this time around. You've gone up at once now. you. You know where the footholds and stuff are. And if I'm wrong on that, let me know. You get up to the top of this rocky outcropping and you, you go the couple of feet that you need to to be able to see on the other side. And when you peer over, you see what appears to be a very short gnome, but it doesn't look like the gnomes you've seen before. The skin is very dark green and mottled, and the ears are very long and they come to a point on each side of its head and it's bald and it's kind of wearing like real dirty, scrappy clothing. It's just sitting there rubbing the top of its head.
3: Are you the drummer?
1: The little thing starts looking to the left and to the right, obviously very startled. Who said that?
3: I am above you.
1: Looks up and when it sees you, it nearly jumps a whole foot and then backs up so that it can kind of get all of you in view. Oh.
4: Were you the one that threw the rock?
3: Threw is a very strong word.
4: That was very rude of you.
3: You're absolutely correct. Sorry about that.
4: Why'd you throw it in the first place?
3: To see if it would stop the drumming.
4: Why would throwing a rock stop our drumming?
3: Great question. That's, uh, Generally my go-to, and I don't know what to do.
4: Is to throw a rock? Yes. Never heard of such a thing.
3: You should try it. It works out frequently.
4: You watch as this
1: creature, like, looks around, finds what to you Arthas would be the smallest pebble, but this creature takes up its entire hand. And you can see that the fingers are very long, almost out of proportion with the rest of its body it picks up this rock and you watch it just throws it across
4: the field that's on the other side of this outcropping I don't see how that solves problems but I guess maybe I'm just not a, a whatever you are
3: keep at it everything requires practice but more importantly who are you and what are you doing here
4: well my name is Griswold and I, I live here what are you doing here and who are you
3: I am Arthas, Boston, Wap, Heavy Marston, Thurlow, Lilford, the champion of Offum and Triumph of Azura, and I'm trying to find out how to stop that drumming.
4: Well, why would you want to stop the drumming?
3: It's annoying.
4: To who? You? Townsfolk. What townsfolk?
3: Over that way, and I point in the general direction as to where we came from.
4: Well, that's uh, kind of a problem for them then, isn't it?
3: Yes, but they told us to fix it.
4: The creature scratches its head. Well, if you want to stop the drumming, you're going to have to see if our chief wants to do anything about it. So you might as well come on down and come inside.
3: Okay. I will uh, relay this information to the party in as much detail as I possibly can. There's a little green man.
0: Did you say a little green man?
3: A little green man.
0: What does this little green man have to do with the drumming?
3: Well, his name is Griswold. And he said if we want to stop it, we have to talk to his chieftain.
0: Oh. I turned to Roe. It seems we have stumbled upon a small group of subterranean green men.
2: Uh, Roe is going to pick himself up, dust himself off. Oh, yes, I, I heard. Okay, eight... It's fairly easy to get up there, but make sure you don't slip and fall at the top. It's very easy. We should go. I want to see this grizzled.
0: Arthas, we're on our way up. So I will follow Ro's instruction as to the purported best hand and footholds and try and clamber back up.
3: And uh, I will wait for them.
2: Seeing as eight was unsuccessful, Ro will point out the footholds on the way
1: up. Not a problem. You're able to scramble up a little easier this time around both of you. So you get to the edge of the outcropping and Arthas, you would have seen this uh, well, you probably wouldn't have seen this actually because you would have turned around to yell at the party when you turn back around and when eight and row get to the edge of the outcropping, you don't see a little green man.
3: Oh no.
2: Did Griswold leave?
3: I assume he did.
2: Do I see footsteps?
1: You don't see footsteps, but the three
4: of you here. Are you guys coming or what?
2: Oh, that's Griswold. Oh, that's Griswold. Okay, I was expecting. I don't understand why I was expecting a much lower voice. Yes, we are on our way.
4: Are you off the outcropping?
2: I don't, I don't see you. No, we should probably. We should probably get off the outcropping. I'm going to follow the voice
3: same i get off the outcropping and the follow said voice
0: is it to get off of the outcropping you said it was a sheer drop earlier so do we have to like do freehand rock climbing or
1: well from from where you were on the other side of the outcropping it would have looked like a sheer drop mm-hmm. once you're at that edge it kind of is a is a not really gentle slope but it's it's sloped enough where you'd be able to clamber down
0: okay I will start going down and I'll just be saying I'm very uncomfortable with the incline of this this slope I had a hard time coming up and I can't imagine going down will be any easier and I just I'm imagining that I'm stepping and the dirt and debris is just kind of loose so I might slide a little bit every now and then like my feet just floffing through and the pebbles and everything just moving in a little, not avalanche, but just rolling down around me.
1: Yeah, everybody can hear the sound of like pebbles and loose rocks like clamoring against the side of the outcropping, which funnily enough, I say outcropping, but you get to the bottom and you realize that what stands before you is the opening to a cave.
3: How big is the cave?
1: The opening is big enough not for you to stand up, Arthas. But if you were, like, gently hunched, you could probably get there.
3: I will gently hunch and enter.
1: And in what order do and Eight follow?
2: <laughs> I feel like I'm doing the same thing that Eight is, but seeing as Eight has already pointed out, I am descending down the hill, like, sort of sideways. You know, one leg out and then the other way follow. And um, I once, once down there, look back up at eight. Oh, you are fine, eight.
0: Yes, this is actually quite fun. Oh, look, a cave.
2: But in, in case you do slip, I'm here to catch you. Yes.
0: Oh, like a trust fall exercise.
2: Yes, but don't don't do it on purpose. I'm rather rather not resort to that. Of course. So so hello hello Griswold. It's Griswold here. Yeah.
1: Well, you hear a a voice from inside the cave. Yeah, that's me.
2: Okay, just making sure we haven't lost you. This is the way to go. Entering caves is generally something to be worried about.
4: Well, maybe for you. Simply
0: Arthas loves caves. Look, he's already entered.
2: Okay, fine. I'm going in.
3: I do love
0: caves.
1: Quick point of order, because I forgot to ask. would you have left Bessie and the cart in the care of the villagers or would you have brought Bessie at the very least to the one side of the outcropping and left her on the other side?
0: Uh, completely forgot about Bessie, quite frankly. Um. It's
1: fine. And I say cart because you would have gotten cart and supplies as promised from the council members of Kidova.
0: Right. I probably would have left that at Spring Point. Okay. Under the care of Mare Fry.
1: So you all go into this cave. And at first, you've got some of the natural light seeping in from outside. You can see the rocks. You can see some of the lichen. Um, as you go further in, Arthas, it does get a little bit more cramped for you. Um, you. You do have to hunch a little bit lower to get through some of the tunnels. It does become very dark. You continue to follow the tunnels and you can feel the ground starting to slope beneath your feet. Feel yourself going lower and lower. And maybe about 20 or 30 minutes go by before everything opens up and you find yourselves in a vast cavern and this whole time you've been hearing the drums and it's been getting louder and louder and it's been echoing over the rocks and when you enter this cavern you see a good dozen of these little green folk drumming and you watch as some are doing a very consistent beat and then when they stop another group starts another consistent beat but this time at a faster tempo and you watch as different little groups are trading off in drumming and it's almost a deafening cacophony in this cavern as the acoustics are amplifying the sound and at the far end of the cavern on what appears to be a stone makeshift throne is another green humanoid like creature but this one seems to be much larger than those doing the drumming and much larger than little Griswold who now stands in front of you
0: is there, like, torchlight or campfires or, like, what's what's the light situation here?
1: There are a couple of torches around the walls. There are two large, almost bonfires in the center, but, like, kind of off to the center. So there's, like, one on each half of the cavern. And you can also see that among the walls, there are a couple of different tunnels that do lead to what might be deeper in the caves.
0: As we were walking, I would have pulled out my lantern because you can't walk in the dark because none of us can see in the dark
4: when the
1: three of you exit the tunnel and arthur's you're it's tall enough where you're actually able to stand up in full um you see that that large green creature holds up a single hand and all the drumming stops and every single one of those beady little eyes turns and looks at you
0: oh The villagers will be ever so pleased now that the drumming has ceased. Mission
3: accomplished.
0: Our work here is done.
3: Oh my god.
0: (laughs) Quick, hang the banner in the background. Mission accomplished.
1: (laughs) Oh my god. That was perfect. The creature upon the throne, he watches, it tilts its head to the right and to the left, as if it's trying to get a good sight on the three of you. Stends out its hands and one by one curls its fingers and beckoning you towards it.
0: Friends, I think the one mounted on that throne would like to see us closer. Y- yes, I I, I think I, I I got
2: that. I'm just I'm unsure if I want to do that. One step at a time, Ro.
3: I approach the goblin.
2: I will approach right behind Arthur's and, and by right behind Arthas, I mean so that Arthas's entire uh, silhouette covers my own in relation to this goblin.
0: I will follow at the back, my lantern held slightly off to the side so as to not shine anyone in the face.
1: As the three of you get closer, you start to hear shifting and moving, and you can see that these little green creatures are leaving their drums and folding in behind you, following you towards the throne. When you get to the front, the big one puts both hands on either armrest and opens up its mouth into this, what you could assume is a smile, but you immediately see that it is full of sharp, pointed teeth. You watch as saliva drips So,
5: you have entered our realm. What do you want?
3: Hello. Could you tone down the drumming? It's making the people of the village tenchy.
5: Why should I care about what some humans want?
3: They asked very nicely.
1: Did they ask us no
2: as as you as to what?
1: A very long finger points at Arthas. This one
5: says humans
1: ask nicely. And I said they did not ask us.
5: You are the first human I have seen in a long time.
2: I see. Well that explains it. There seems to be a bit of um lapse in communication here. Your drumming It's very lovely. It's also very loud has deprived a nearby village of sleep for as long as you've been doing it. Now, I don't know how important sleep is to all of you here, but I imagine you'd be very cranky. Perhaps that we can work out a schedule. How important is the
5: drumming?
1: The creature looks around the room.
5: This drumming is part of our daily lives. I do not ask you to stop breathing. Why would you ask us to stop doing this?
0: I pipe up. Will you die if the drumming ceases?
5: It keeps the bad spirits away.
0: Bad spirits? As in, it keeps you happy?
1: The creature raises a single eyebrow. Yes? And just glares at you eight.
0: I, I don't understand. you. They look angry. I thought the drumming kept them happy.
1: You are certainly one who has
5: never been haunted by spirits.
2: Are they malevolent spirits? Do they seek to do harm? Yes. Oh. Okay, okay, hold on. Excuse me one second. Turn to Arthur's and What if we just got rid of the spirits? That would take away the need for the drumming.
0: Everyone's happy. Oh! Spirits! like apparitions ghosts superstitions importance I see Are they tangible
2: As far as I know most spirits are incorporeal so probably probably not but we could try
0: I have never met a ghost before or a spirit for that matter I'm not sure what goes into driving them away but perhaps it is something we can accomplish, and we can satisfy two parties in one. Ro, this really is an excellent idea. You are a real problem solver.
2: Thank you. Okay. Let's present this to the one on the throne. Okay? Three, two, one, break. Okay, so what if we got rid of these spirits that plague you so? would you stop drumming then would, would that would that be okay
1: the creature you watches it starts to scowl and it leans forward a little bit in its th- in its chair
5: I would prefer if you would leave your noses out of our business
2: I understand and I hear you but if this persists, the drumming. I'm not... This is not a threat. I'm just laying out what's probably going to happen here. The townsfolk that are nearby. To the southwest. They will get fed up. And they will come here. And maybe... I'm not saying this for... this is This is a fact for sure. But maybe... They might seek to... End the drumming. Forcibly. Without some sort of compromise or solution to your whole issue. Again, not a threat as I look around and seeing we're surrounded by little green men. Not a threat. Just merely an educated guess about what is going to happen as an alternative to uh, uh, what is going to happen If we just leave here and you continue your drumming.
1: Ro, give me a negotiation check. Easy difficulty. Give it to me with a
4: setback, please.
2: Just one success.
4: You know, Blister Nose, this is not a bad idea. You hear from Griswold.
2: Yes, listen to that one. Listen to Griswold. Blit, blit. Blister Nose.
4: Yeah, I mean, like, it's going to be a little hard to do drumming every day. We've been doing for a week solid and, you know...
0: Exactly! Yes! Thank you!
4: Well, what about listening to them, Ballister Nose? I mean, you know, we've never done drumming before.
1: There weren't any issues with spirits.
2: There were never any issues with spirits before the
5: drumming. As I nod my head.
1: More of these little green folk start to pipe in and they're starting to get louder as they're all joining in and starting to talk over each other you can hear bits and pieces of conversation of them saying like yeah i mean i i didn't have any problems before until blister nose came into power and now all of a sudden blah 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 and this keeps going and going and if you're watching blister nose as the conversation keeps going as the whole argument is beginning to become raucous you watch as blister nose's fingers are curling in on the armrest you watch as stone is starting to crunch underneath his fingers you watch as the scowl is getting deeper, his fangs are starting to become more exposed until finally he yells enough
2: no need to be rude about it
5: you are the ones being rude coming in and ruining everything
1: you watch as he starts to hunch over The muscles in his arms start to bulge out. You watch as green spikes grow out of his back. You watch as his eyes slowly turn to a bloody shade of red. And that's where we're going to end the session. Thanks for listening. We hope you'll join us next time. But in the interim, follow us on Twitter at Roads Uncharted. The Roads Uncharted podcast is GMed and produced by Dax, who you can find on Twitter at GM underscore Dax. We use the Genesis RPG system published by Fantasy Flight Games and music licensed by Epidemic Sound. Arthas, Champion of Offam, is played by Neil. Eight is played by Ren, who also composed the music for our opening theme. Follow them on Twitter at Thorny Dryad. Ro is played by Kappa, and you can follow him on Twitter at the Chris.